0: You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Salam, moi, and welcome back, my fellow language teachers, to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Emily. In this episode, we're talking about how to make your class maximally accessible to each of your students while also avoiding teacher burnout. Along the way, I'll be sharing key points that every teacher should know, focusing on how you can use choice, flexibility, and universal design to optimize your language class. For those of you who might not know me yet, I'm Emily. I'm a linguist at Mango. I've got my PhD in linguistics and a big passion for language learning, both as a student and as a teacher. Thanks for joining me on this journey today. In our last episode, we unpacked the notion that accessibility is an issue relevant to students of all learning backgrounds and dispositions, not just for students with documented disabilities. In this episode, we talk about some fun and easy ways to integrate different kinds of classroom modifications to your everyday class flow. And this will hopefully help you reach every learner while maintaining a sense of groundedness. Well, bando let's get to it. Now, the anti-burnout recipe is simple. Leverage multiple points of entry. If you've not heard that phrase before, fret not because we'll define it in just a few moments. Now, let's be honest, individual learner needs can vary wildly, and it can sometimes feel like a lot. For instance, two students might need a distraction-free environment for Friday's test, which means you have to remember to schedule a separate room. Meanwhile, another student needs the option to take quizzes digitally, so don't forget to make a digital version of the hard copy. Also, a student just realized he forgot his glasses today, so you have to get creative in helping him follow what you're writing on the board. It's a lot to manage! So where do you start? How do you stay grounded as a teacher? While scheduling logistics and improvising work is unavoidable, a lot of what it means to have an accessible classroom can be preemptively solved with planned flexibility, more specifically by having multiple points of entry. So what does it mean to have multiple points of entry? Well, just in the way that there is no one perfect essay prompt that will resonate equally with all of your students, There's no one perfect lesson, assignment, or class activity that will be optimally accessible for all of your students. So providing multiple points of entry means providing multiple ways for your students to learn, explore, and practice the material. Now, fun fact, the principle of multiple points of entry comes from a pedagogical framework known as UDL, or Universal Design for Learning. It's a framework that actually originated not in the field of education but architecture and then it was later adapted to education. As it relates to language learning, this can mean varying the kinds of activities and assignments that you plan for your students. You can do this by rotating between activities that are geared toward perhaps visual learners. That could be a gallery walk project. Your auditory learners. That could be transcribing a song lyrics challenge or your kinesthetic learners. That could be a vocab scavenger hunt. Another way of providing multiple points of entry can be to provide students with options for how they can complete a given assignment. For example, instead of requiring that an essay be written, offer the option of an audio essay, a podcast essay. An added benefit to using multiple points of entry in your class is that students will get exposed to different ways of learning, different ways of studying, which can help them find the best way to get content to stick for them. Student-driven learning methods like this can help students learn to advocate for themselves more effectively in the classroom. For example, if a student isn't able to catch novel vocab words in spontaneous speech, they might not know why they're perpetually confused in class, But if they have the chance to discover that, hey, my brain learns best when I see a new word written out, then they might take the driver's seat. That student could then ask the teacher to spell out a word they just said so that they can access it. And to this point, it's helpful to also remind students that they don't need to have a labeled disorder or a documented disability to speak up on a learning struggle that they're experiencing. In fact, inviting accommodations and modifications to all learners makes the space feel more inclusive. For more ideas on how to integrate student-driven learning into your class, check out the video we've linked for you in the description. Now, in my opinion, the coolest part of all of this is that in most cases, accessible teaching improves the learning experience for all students. For instance, if a student with a documented learning disability requires that new vocab be provided not only auditorily but also in written form, that actually might end up helping five other students in the class who also benefit from that dual encoding, even if it's not a documented learning accommodation for them. The truth is, all learners have individual differences in optimal learning strategies, so everyone ends up better off when there are options, choice, and flexibility. Another example is in integrating technology-based applications of the learning material, which can make the content more accessible to some students. On that note, if your students don't already use the Mango Languages app, encourage them to use it as a classroom supplement. One great thing about the Mango app is that it's ADA compliant, which means, among other things, it maintains adequate color contrast, works with screen readers, including Apple VoiceOver and Android TalkBack, and makes use of alt tags. To learn more about the Mango app yourself, check out our white paper, which is linked in the description of this episode. It outlines how the app's unique features can help offer an innovative entry point for learners of diverse needs. Well, my fellow language teachers, that's all for this episode of Adventures in Language. If you're new here and you'd like to make sure that you're up to date on all of our awesome language teacher content, then come join the Mango fam by subscribing to the podcast. And if you really loved it, give us a review and tell your friends. We appreciate you. As always, if you have a question or an idea for an episode that you'd like to hear from us, Let us know, we're always listening. Psst, want to know what languages were used in today's episode? Then make sure you check out the show notes in the description. Don't miss our next episode in this series, where we'll dive into how we as teachers can build our students' intuitions for target language grammar. How does incidental learning work, and is learning without thinking actually a thing? All that and more next time on Adventures in Language. Hey Hey, and I look forward to hanging out with you here next time. Bye.